Welcome to Footy on the Med, a roving podcast exploring football clubs and culture here on the Mediterranean. My name's Alex Wade and I live in Monton, France, just like my co-host. And here he is. Hello and welcome. I'm John O'Hare, like Alex, a Monton resident. Together we watch football here on the Med, bringing you the action from famous clubs like Marseille, Barcelona, Ajax, Athens and Sampdoria. Names to conjure with. And there are others too, like Hamadona, Piers the goalkeeper, and neither last nor least, Steve the Atletico Medico. That's right. Footy on the Med airs every fortnight on a Wednesday, come rain or shine. And don't forget our regular sidekick, Young Trafford. Allez. Andiamo. And this week, it's Sampdoria versus Napoli. Enjoy. at the wonderful Stadio Luigi Ferraris with this clash of Serie A leaders Napoli away to 18th place Sampdoria what a crowd what an atmosphere it's going to be a bit hard today Alex getting these voices out I know we're going to have to shout aren't we probably anyway I'm not sure how many people are here today in this same amazing 36,536 capacity stadium but as we found out last season, even if it's only a quarter full, this place confines and amplifies the sound. It's just a wall of noise here. Today, though, I'd say we're looking at pretty much a full stadium, aren't we? It certainly looks like it. There's plenty of people here. I mean, we love this place, don't we? Yeah, we love it. We love it. It's, um, it's our home away from home, isn't it? It's a two and a half hour hop, a ski jump, if you will, from Montan. So I'm excited about this game, too. Napoli have been awesome this season. Sampdoria not so good. I won't shout that too loudly sitting where we're sitting but it's all to play for yeah absolutely we could be in for a real treat tonight but also we have to say a shadow hangs over this game the sad untimely death earlier this week of Gianluca Viali a brilliant hugely respected footballer and manager yeah what a player I mean he won just about everything didn't he at a club and international level by all accounts also he's a great guy and he's certainly a legend here in Genoa. Yeah, well, just look around. It's amazing, isn't it? Viali spent eight years here at Sampdoria from 1984 to 1992. He formed a prolific strike partnership with teammate and friend Roberto Mancini, the pair earning the nickname I Gemelli di Gola. The I'll, let, twins. I'll, I'll let you off that pronunciation. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, that's my Bond monster <laughs> nice and early, OK? In tribute to Gianluca Viali, who bagged 85 goals for Sampdoria in 223 appearances. Yeah, terrible for Viali to be taken so young. He was just 58 years old, unbelievably. You can see and feel the emotion here also among the Sampdoria fans. And that so far, as you would expect, the Napoli contingent have been very respectful. We've seen some lovely gestures back and forth between the two sets of fans. It was a major figure, wasn't he, in Italian football, Viali. Uh, maybe the emotion of this event will help bring Sampdoria together and produce an upset tonight, what do you think? Well, possibly, but Napoli are incredible this season. They've been the Arsenal of Serie A, 
having lost just one game today and they're currently four points ahead of second place Juventus at the top of Serie A. Mind you, their defeat was in their last outing, a 1-0 reverse to the hands of Inter Milan and Sampdoria resumed their league campaign following the international break for the World Cup with a much-needed 2-1 win at Sassuolo, breaking a run of four consecutive defeats in which they didn't score once. Yeah, it's a tough one to call, but I'm going to say 1-0 uh, to Napoli. Well, uh, you know, you could well be right, but I'm going to beg to differ. I think the depth of loyalty and affection Viali inspired will help the home team today. I'm saying 2-1 to Sampdoria. Respectful moment silence there. Very respectful, very moving too, although I, I must point out that the Napoli fans did not clap uh, looking over at them just now. Um, but anyway, I think what I was just saying, uh, the depth and loyalty, we saw it then. Viali inspired a huge amount of affection here at Sampdoria. Yeah. I think that might carry them through today, 2-1 to the home side. Quick moment to speak to our guest here today. Whoa, he came in with a bang. There he is, young Trafford, so that one, Paul. Ah, oh, true tribune, true tribune. Excellent. What do you make of the Stadio Luigi Ferrari's young Trafford? Absolutely incredible. For you to, to uh, over egg in this stadium, but absolutely incredible scenes. Especially seeing it full. Napoli, Sampdoria today, they're both going at it in full force. Great to see. Amazing noise, scenes, We were talking on the way in, it's uh, beautiful architecture. Mr. Grigotti, what's his name? The Italian architect. Did he design this stadium, Alex? Oh, I believe I read that in your book. You, you've, you've been reading my very good book, Paul. It's hard to believe, but yeah. All right, well, so without further ado, let's tell our listeners who to look out for. For me, with Napoli, for my three facts, I'm Napoli this week. It's going to be 24-year-old Nigerian Victor Oshimen. Um, this guy's six foot, strong, powerful, and finds the back of the net with his eyes shut, and also with them open too. <laughs> Multi-talented then. Yeah. Young Trafford, who's, who, you look, who should you look out for tonight? So, on uh, the opposite side for Sampdoria, you've got Manolo Gabardini, he's playing up front, previously playing for Southampton. Unfortunately, Harry Winks is on the bench tonight, he didn't quite make it to the first 11. Been having ankle problems, but hopefully we'll see him on in the second half. Yeah, he's quality too. Um, for me personally, um, very moving, poignant evening, but I'm a little bit gutted actually, because my hero, um, Antonio Cantoneva. Uh, is on loan from Sampdoria. Uh, the scorer of that world he last season, John, remember it? 3 all thriller against Udinese. Couldn't forget it. He won't be featuring. He's on loan to Salernitana. But, um, you know, nevertheless, as uh, young Trav had mentioned then, I think uh, Gabbiadini up front for them. Looking forward to seeing him today, and I'll keep an eye out for him. Just to tell our listeners, for the three facts tonight, which we're going to do at half-time in a slightly new format, thanks to young Trafford, uh, I have... Sampdoria, but I'm actually going to tie them all to Gianluca Vialli. John, that leaves you with? Napoli, I believe. OK, and have we, Young Trafford, successfully kept to our score acronym in that little intro? I'll be honest, with all this noise, I haven't heard a word so far, so I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> right. Well, let's recap the score acronym. So, first of all, stadium, where are we? Stadio Luigi Ferraris. And what's its capacity? You mentioned it a minute ago, and you'll know it, I'm sure. 35,000... 35,000 change. 536. There you go. The opposition, of course, is Napoli. Results, I've said 1-0, you've said... 2-1 to Sam. 2-1 to Sam. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 Napoli. 
He won wow, wow, wow. Well, and he shouted it as well. And exciting uh, players. Well, I have Gabbiadini de Santoria. You have Ozzyman for Napoli. I do. And I've got some other players to look out for too, but I'll let you know who those are as the game progresses. Excellent. Thank you very much, John. Thank you, Alex. Quick shout-out to filmmaker Ed, uh, the uh, Sampdoria fan, Englishman. Grew up with um, a poster of Attilo Lombardo on his wall, and he and his brother are dedicated Samp fans. Uh, filmmaker Ed, you would love it here today. It's an amazing place at the best of times, but tonight is just incredible. Penalty. Well, that's an early penalty decision from VAR. Well, we have um, what we now know as a PKP moment, don't we? A PK what? PKP. Penalty kick precision. Oh, right. Do you not know that? No, I do now. Let's tell our listeners, who has the penalty, John? It looks like Napoli from here has the penalty, Alex. I'd say I'd agree with you. Yeah. Just by dint of the fact that all the Sampdoria players are remonstrating with the referee. Yeah, and also the kits give us a clue as well. Matteo Politano looks like a left-footed player. John was reminiscent of when Sampdoria beat Genoa in the, Della, the Derby della Lanterna last season. We were at this one. It was like they've won the Scudetto or a cup final. But just now, when Sampdoria goalkeeper saved that penalty, the stadium erupted in the same kind of way. As if, as if they just won the whole yeah. shebang. Um, the atmosphere here never fails to deliver. It's amazing. Well, we ended up looking out with our seats, didn't we? We've got a Somewhat clear view of the pitch. Comfortable, dry. It's pissing down with rain. Nice football by Sampdoria coming forward. Oh, nice coming. Definitely cleared by Napoli, though. Yeah. That wasn't so good. Well, Sampdoria are up for it. We can tell that straight away. Shots in 15 seconds for Sampdoria. I didn't quite see. I was in, my views of skip. Was that Cavadini then who just yes. missed that? Yeah, I was going to mention to you guys. I uh, got an email out the blue. It must be 15, 20 years ago. I've spoken to this guy. His name's Sanjay Patel. So hello, Sanjay. And he sent me a message. Just how are things? How's where are you living now? And things like nature. The significance of this is there is Sanjay or one of his crew who called me about Ian Dowry all those years ago and out of the blue got in touch with me so of course I've told him about the podcast 
So, welcome aboard, Sanjay, and Jay, and all the rest of you if you're listening. Good to hear from you all again. And by the way, I'm not a fatty in Dowie, you cheeky bastards. Yep, Sanjay, welcome to uh, Footy on the Med. Very good that you got in touch with John, uh, Mr. Dowie. I can tell you he looks identical, actually, to when you first saw him back then. Well, thanks. Um, well, if I look identical to what I did back then, that's great. Yeah, well, sort of Dowie-esque. Oh, Dowie, oh. The Dowie properties are still there. The other one was the, um, you look like the, the monster from the Goonies. That was the, the follow-up insult that I got. Oh, I'm getting some horrible pictures taken of me now. Pick a good one, you. I prefer a natural photo to a post photo. That's a problem with a uh, social media guru on hand. Make us look bad. Chin up, Alex. Chin up, breathing. Eight seconds, Alex. What do you think so far in the pouring down rain? I think cracking atmosphere, absolutely amazing. Um, Napoli are the look the better side, but only fractionally. They've got, more, they've got more possession, but Sampdoria are looking good on the break. I concur. Well, it's a busy night already for Emil Aldero, the Sampdoria goalkeeper, dressed all in white and wearing orange boots. He's not tested by that Napoli corner though. Goes pleasingly wide from his point of view as well. It's a Sampdoria goal kick. We're on the med. The rain is uh, torrential. It's more like a monsoon, isn't it? It is. It's a bit difficult to see the colour of boots from this distance, but there's some lime greens, three pairs of orange. This is Sampdoria I'm talking about now. And the rest seem mostly whitish grey, a couple of blacks. Yeah, yeah. Utility, player. utility players in the back, of course. And then for Napoli, I would say orange, one yellow, two orange, one red. Oh, lovely and turn. Well played. This could be good, but oh, nice. Oh, great, Sam Great three ball. Oh, oh that's well. well. Yeah. And we are watching some really good football, actually, by both sides. Napoli have scored. Oh, my goodness, out of the blue. It's a goal. Dan Trafford, do you have any updates on who scored? Osimhen. 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 Was Osimhen. Osimhen, of course. The big Nigerian, he's broke out at the top of the game. Proving his worth already. Can Sampdoria come straight back into it? 
The answer was no. Well played, keeper. Well read, referee. That was a clear cut chance there. Of course, that was number seven. Let me have a look, see if I can get his, his name for us. Are we, let me see on your phone. Number seven, oh, it's our old friend, yes. Kachiva Kavrichkevichkela. He's on my list of men to watch. It. All right, I'll, as uh, 1-0, it's calmed down a bit. The players I wanted to see. For my team, obviously Victor Oshimen, who's already talked about. Maybe the sharp-eyed amongst us can see if number 81, Giacomo Raspadori, is on. Were you talking about him earlier? Is that it? Giacomo Raspadori. Yeah. Uh-oh. Almost another goal for Victor. Now the Georgian, and you just mentioned, uh, is also known as Guevara, which is a lot easier to um, to remember. He's got a great goals to games ratio. And then number 99, we can spot him, Andre Frank Zambo Anguissa. I want, he's over there by the ball. I want to I want to keep an eye on him too. They're my four players to watch from the Napoli side. Very physical, tall Napoli side. Quick shout out there to Foot Five in Monton, who yeah. we both play football with, because there, the number three, Tommaso Aguello for Sampdoria, is Dume's brother's mate. So, Dume's brother's mate has a brother playing on the, in this pitch. Sorry, Dume's mate's brother. Dume's oh, mate's, mate's brother. We're that close yeah. to a professional yeah, yeah. football. Yeah, Aguello in the starting lineup today. Last season he was mainly a sub. That was a good run forward by him then. Well, he's progressed as have we, I like to think. In what way? Season on season. We're getting better, he's getting better. He's closer to the action, we're farther from the action. You know, inversely proportional, we're both doing well. That's Aguello just then making it look easy. Here he is on the ball. It's Jume's mate's brother on the ball. He's passed it to someone who isn't a mate of Jume's mate's brother. Well, we don't, we don't know that. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> That's true. Jume may know all of them. <laughs> Jume might be able to put a first 11 together of all of his mate's brothers. That's world beaters. Well, that's why we play for him, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, because I'm Dume's mate and my brother's pretty good. So Dume's mate's brother, that would be our Nick. Well, which which um, brother of yours is pretty good? Because you've got oh, both Nick. of them. I'm not, I'm not going with Atletico Medico, Steve. Oh, I think you're a bit unkind to Atletico Medico. He's a legend in his own mind, that lad. He's got a theory on football yeah. that I've long said that when you grow up in the big city, you've got a better chance of progressing through the ranks, getting noticed by the scouts, go for it. Yeah. His theory is, yeah, but if there's 20 decent central midfielders in Liverpool, you're 
compete against 20 young lads. Whereas if you're in, I don't know, Cornwall or somewhere, where there's only Somerset. one... Somerset. Somerset. And you're playing number 10, and there's only one other fella 40 miles away who's any good, you might get looking from the scouts. Yeah, but they can't be bothered to go all the way down there. Well, yeah. the yin and yang of football, eh? So what he was saying was, Alex, he said he could have made it, and you should have made it. <laughs> it was a dig, I reckon. Which oh, is I reckon for a dig from Atletico Medico's team. That's a bit harsh of that. <laughs> I mean, I've always been his greatest supporter. Well, gee, he, he turns on you quick as well, Atletico Medico's team. I've had it now. No more of that. Turn your back on him. No, I don't bump. like Atletico Medico's team anymore. <laughs> Ex-friend of the if he podcast. Ever comes to a game out here, he's not sitting next to me. He won't pass you. I can tell you that. Sampdoria number ten, who um, I believe is Sam Lammers, Dutch uh, striker. Not very happy with that then. Referee ruled against him. But he's badgering the defender quite a bit, wasn't he? And the ref had to do something in the end. Well, I don't think he did anything then. You don't. Well, Niggling, pushing, pulling for no reason. Uh, it's just normal striker behaviour. Yeah, well. What position did Atletico Medico, not my friend Steve, play? Uh, central and left midfield. Oh, you don't have to be very good to play in those positions, do you? That's right, I mean. Left footed is Steve. Oh, and, uh, that says it all. <laughs> he, can, he, he can pass a ball or like to tell people he can, even at his age. He still plays regularly. How old is he? Is he younger or older than you? Oh, he's, he's well older than me. He's your age. He's actually uh, 59. He'll be 59. 60, 60 in July. I could have done that. Hang on. Was that a moment? You could have done that? I could have done that, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, inside, you reckon? Oh, yeah, then nodded from Paul as well. I was inside the box. Uh, I could have just curled it into the top corner. Instead, I curled it out of the stadium. Since we've been uh, talking about Atletico Medico Steve... Ex-friend of the podcast. Strangely, I've just got a message from someone who saw him play once or twice. Oh, yeah. Said that what you just did then was what he used to do all the time as well. Well, he would try and do that, but he didn't have the strength. So he would just... It would hit her out trickle. towards a trickle towards the corner flag. And he's still trickling to this day, but that's a different issue. I don't know. Is he, is he a, a, um, a sprightly 56? No, he's not a sprightly 56. Just by the nature of the fact that he's 59. Oh, I think you might have used that, that number a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I wasn't listening. I was too consumed with anger that by the end of my friendship with him. Well, I think it all stemmed from the fact that your publishers were to have sent him a book of your A Season on the Med, available at all good bookstores and Amazon.com.uk and Amazon.com.co.uk, uh, obviously. Uh, and as he didn't receive the book, and as I've read it and said it was great, my dad's now read it and said it was great, Atletico Medico Steve looked a bit put out and I said well you've got your copy right and he said no 
Um, and, that, then, like that. and then he went off onto this rant about how if he was a, a Grekel or an Emmett, he would have definitely uh, been selected for the first team at Liverpool. And why you were ever playing for QPR is no idea. When you had every single opportunity to do so. Well, I'm a great believer in um, seeing the whole picture. Yeah. Uh, not just a quarter or a third of it. Um, and Sampdoria pushed forward. Uh, and uh, one has to have a holistic view and empathise. And I'm now starting to realise that Steve Atletico Medico O'Hare is a bit hurt. Yes. And that's why he's he's decided to launch this campaign against me. Yes. Right. I, I, I think we're getting to it now. That's, I think you're right. All right. Well, I, I want to make up with him and I'm going to personally undertake to make sure that my book reaches him. Uh, I've got a as question. long as he's going to be nice to me again. got a question for you. Is he mentioned in the book at all? Yeah, yeah, he's a big pussy. Well, actually, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. So Do you know when what? he gets the book, he'll read it and then be doubly disappointed. I've got a handy copy here. <laughs> I can't believe you have it. <laughs> Just read it quickly. Um, There we go. Steve, the Atletico Medico. There you go. It's in my book. In your book. I mean, come on. That's got to bury the hatchet, hasn't it? Well, you'd hope he's a reasonable, well-adjusted person. No, he's one, he's one of my brothers. You do know that, right? So it's just going to be a feud forever. Yeah. yeah. Two mates, mates, brother, Tommaso Aguello. Is that a good game? Oh, that's a free kick. Free outside kick the outside the box. I think I've seen it. Red card! It's a red card! Oh my goodness! Red card. That was not a red card. Well, if my memory as I'm replaying it in my head, he was, he did only have that last defender to beat from the outside of the box. And then he was through at an angle, admittedly, but he was through on the keeper. I think you're right. So a sending off and a free kick. Napoli. Ever such a little bit Still of the. Oh, really? Yeah. I doubt it though. Like you say. A bit of a commentator's curse then because there I was praising Aguello, who's playing on the left side of midfield with another surging run forward. It was his pass up here that went astray. Napoli counter attacked. Left side of the pitch was completely exposed and he made that poor challenge. Aguello will probably drop into left back from now on, I'd imagine. The uh, digital signage has shown me it's 39 minutes in. Sorry, I, I actually um, I was concentrating on moving those fans who stood in our way then, uh, or helping to move them. Um, but yeah, you just mentioned digital signage, didn't you? Yes. Are you still feeling sorry for the couple who used to do it all by hand? And now they've been put out of work. Yeah. It's the, they say it's the march of modern progress, but. What about Giuseppe and his wife? I mean, what do they do now? Maybe they get complimentary tickets to every game without having to work as a kind of, you know... What, so they can see the signs that they used to put up? That would be torture! God, you are an evil man. Oh, shit! That's a yellow card for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> So we think uh, the referee's getting it right so far, do we? That was a sending off just now of um, Thomas Rincon, the Venezuelan fullback for Sampdoria, correct? 
Yes, I agree with that. We've just had a, uh, the professional foul. Yeah, the, you love that. You love that. Foul, yeah. And that was a correct yellow card there as well. Yes. For, um, he's doing well. I mean, it's got to be a tough atmosphere for the referee. Yeah. Tonight, all night, and then uh, there's a bit of a mismatch in some regards to the two outfits here. The crowd just went very quiet all of a sudden. Well, the rain continues to fall. Didn't you, didn't you have a, yeah, yeah. a poetic expression? Please don't let me stop you. Uh, As the goalkeeper takes his uh, kick. The rain... And um, <laughs> look a bit of a skirmish <laughs> <laughs> The rain. The rain, is that all there is? It's still falling. It's going to be a corner. Could be the last bit of action for the first half. Napoli just had a sweeping attack there, and the speed and precision of football is something to behold when you see it live. Yeah, that was blisteringly quick, that was. Reminded me of um, a team oh. called Liverpool in there. Oh, good, good, good. Thought we were going down a very bad path there. No, it reminded me of one of the very good football teams in England. Oh, right. Like Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, in their heyday. It was so quick, but on this occasion, not deadly. Tell you what, though, Stan Bowles would have scored that. Oh, no, no doubt. There we go, half-time. So far, John, your prediction is um, being borne out. You're on the yeah, money. I'm on the money. It's time for three facts. I'm ready. Alex, are you ready? I'm ready, John. That means it's time to hand over to our referee, Young Trafford. Here we are at half time and a newfound sense of discipline. Really? Yeah, young Trafford, please take over. As you know, I am your quiz master. Yeah. So, I have a quiz? No, no. <laughs> no, that's not it. No. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, my bad. Uh, I'm your referee today. What do you mean you're our referee? So, you two can't be trusted to follow any rules. You have a simple task and none of you follow it at all. So, three facts from both of you. Today, Alex, like you said, but you will be purely the army, the master, the legends. And John, yourself, you'll be in Napoli, okay? Three facts, three facts meet you, and I'll choose the winner. That's actually um, a good idea. John just deviates too much. Without being deviated. I never said you were a deviant, John. And let's not go down that road. Uh, 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 uh. This is exactly what I'm about. You two picker, you go on, you drift away from the, the point. Let's get on with it. Three facts. Alex, okay. you go first. Okay. Gianluca Viali, the, uh, the legend. He started his club career with Cremonese in 1980. He made 105 league appearances for them, scoring 23 goals. Sampdoria were impressed and they signed him. He scored 85 goals for them. He won three Italian Cups, the Serie A, and a European Cup Winners' Cup. But, John, can you tell me, question yielding a fact, in what year did Viali help take Sampdoria to their first ever Serie A title? Uh, I wasn't listening to any of that, so I'm going to say 1992. That's very close. 1990, 1990 to 1991. Okay, my first one is the nickname of Napoli is, do you know it? Uh, is it the Ponciati or something? Yes, like that? Uh, the Partenope. 
Now tell me, why do they have that nickname? An obscure reason that I don't know the answer. Greek mythology. Really? The siren of Parthenio? Or was it like Penelope, where it's Parthenope? You would know. She tried to enchant Odysseus from his ship to Capri. Odysseus had his men tie him up to the ship so he could resist her siren's call. That's what he says his story is anyway, but his furry men tied him up to his ship. Anyway, she was so spurned and pissed off that he didn't call for her siren's call. Yeah. She drowned herself and washed up on the shores of Napoli. Her name was Partenopini or something, and that's what they're called. And that's very definitely yeah, I think, explained. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to become a... a uh, ancient Greek um, teacher, what Hist- do you think? historian, teacher, teacher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, expert, yeah. expert, yeah, yeah. expert. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you are, you are one already, yeah. obviously. Well, yeah. uh, as you can tell. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, imagine it's hard that. Word to read that. Why don't you two come up and stop stalling? Oh, oh, all right, Alex, all right, young Trafford, all right. Um, okay, so back to uh, pure facts. Viali joined Chelsea in Primary 19- and pure facts. You're in, implying that it was what the, some myth about some bloke being tied to a mast. All right, yeah, good point. Anyway. Anyway, look, come on. I'm, I'm with Young Trafford here. I want a bit of structure and discipline. Sorry. Right, so look, here is a fact for you, John. Viali was very good at the English language. He could use idioms like a game of two halves. Chelsea twisted my arm when they persuaded him to join them. But, more prosaically, how many goals did Viali score at club level? For all the clubs combined? Yeah. Uh, I'll ask Young Trafford a question and I'll answer your question. How many goals did uh, Alan Shearer score? Four or five hundred. Alright, so I'm going to say Viali then. Four hundred? Two hundred and fifty-nine. Two hundred and fifty-nine? Yeah. Sixteen goals for the Italian national side. Two hundred and eighty-six goals in some five hundred games make him the ninth greatest scoring Italian player in all competitions. Wow. Is it my turn for a fact? It is indeed. Okay, Napoli have not won the Scudetto for more than 30 years. What year did they last win it? Uh, for more than 30 years they haven't won it. Yeah. Was that with uh, Mr. Diego, was it? Not, that, that, that's part two of my question. 1989. <laughs> Correct, the 89-90 season. Now, there was an Argentinian, a Brazilian, and an Italian who were the three main players for that team then. Who was it? An Argentinian, a Brazilian, and Italian. Yeah. Diego Maradona. Yeah, Maradona. Argentinian. Brazilian. Brazilian. Uh, oh. And who's it? What's the other nationality? Italian. 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 And uh, the Italian fella is much beloved in English football. Much loved in English football. Yeah. Um, Rude No. And he's Italian. Who's Italian? <laughs> <laughs> Plays for Chelsea. Um, uh, Stanley Matthews. Gianfranco Zola. Uh, and the, the Brazilian guy was a guy called Careca, I've never heard of, so I might be saying his name incorrectly. So I apologise. Apologies to anyone who knows that. Okay, my third and final fact. Um, Viali's dad was a self-made billionaire. Wow. Right? And there's a connection with another billionaire as well. Uh, it's a QPR connection. When uh, two billionaires, actually, Formula One men Bernie Eccleston and Flavio Briatore, took over QPR in 2007, Viali was linked with the vacant managerial job, John Gregory having just gone. So that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, very. But the most interesting thing in the whole lot that you'll probably think is, Viali 
uh, lived with uh, four siblings in a house as he grew up. Yeah. How many rooms did that house have? Two. Young Trafford, do you want to chip in? I know that. 20. You're the referee. Only opposite end. 60. 60. 60. They lived, they were, he was brought up in a castle. Whoa. Wow. Well, Viale in Italian means avenue, so maybe he had an avenue and then a castle at the end of it. And here's my third fact, which is just an interesting stat I thought. Milan, the current title holders, only scored 69 goals last season. Both Inter in second and Napoli scored more with 84 and 74 goals respectively. Lazio, who finished fifth, scored eight more goals than title winners Milan. That's a bit bizarre, isn't it? That is. And it's fact number four, because I'm not sticking to the plan. Well, they were a good series of facts, though, John. They were a good series of facts. The 89-90 season, they scored. How many goals did um, Napoli score in that season to win the league? Uh, 127. 57 goals, or 1.5 goals a game. By That's not very many, is it? By comparison, Man City scored an average of 2.6 goals a game last season. But by comparison, seven plates West Ham got 1.58 goals. So the game's changed quite a bit well, with regard to goals going in. Some good facts there, but I mean, Young Trafford's the referee, the self-declared referee. What's the best I fact, think, Young uh, I think I'll go for John's second second fact, purely because he stumped Alex with Gianfranco Zola. Oh, so I mean, yeah. I, on, you want to win No, I think you're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be the referee instead. You're going to referee the yeah. referee? Yeah. <laughs> because surely the fact that Gianluca Vialli was brought up in a house with 60 rooms is the best fact of the lot. Yes, I think, I think you're right, actually. I like that one. Uh, and okay, I think... We'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll read it. Hold on, are you overruling the young chap that's ruling No, that's... it's a VAR review. VAR okay. review. It's, it's the uh, Latin phrase, kiss custodiate. Who will oversee the overseers? Something like that, yes, isn't it? Yes, that's right. You're suggesting that, um, all right. Yes, that you need reining in. Anyway, start of, the, start of the second half. There's been three changes at half time. Two for the Sampdoria, one for Napoli, but the most notable, Gabby Udini's come up at half time. Tactical switch, I think. Well, as the rain continues to fall, Alex. It's everyone's favorite footy on the med moment. It's time for Bon Motson. It brings me nicely on to my Bon Motson of the week, actually. Yeah? Yeah, which is... See if you can work it out. You ready? Piovere e catinelle. Uh, it's raining cats and dogs. Very, very, very good. Now, how did you possibly know that? Oh, you gave me a bit of a clue, didn't you? Is that what it is? Yes, it's raining. Wow. Well, here's the interesting thing. It says, literally, Terrain wash basins. Oh! Terrain wash basins or bowls, right? Raining buckets. But it, the words are piovere e catinelle, but the cat has got nothing to do with raining cats and dogs. That's catinelle, which is a, a bowl. So. I think it was the word cat. Yeah. And you're the hint of a poem again rain, about rain. Rain. Yeah, yeah. Rains, so. cats, raining cats and dogs. See, it's just. Set me my incisive mind off, off. On, a, on a quest. You were. Phew. Well, there you go. Is it unusual? Because normally I'm foxed by your uh, your workmate. Well, it's a corner, corner to Napoli. Young Trafford, still wowed by the atmosphere here. Yeah, incredible, 
endless noise, smoke, flares. Complete assault of all the senses. Love it. Oh! Oh, nice control. Well played. Yeah, this stadium ground arena never fails to deliver, does it, John? It's delivering all the time. It's uh, it's not the jour now, it's delivering. Do, uh, do you still remember the wonderful moment when Guadaventura uh, took his shorts off and gave them to the camera lady? Giacomo Jack, another Giacomo. I like that name. Yeah. If I had my time again, I think one of my kids would be named Giacomo. Giacomo Jack Aventura. Yeah. The end of uh, Fiorentina beating Genoa 2-1. We watched the camera lady walk all the way across the pitch and Jack dropped his shorts and gave them to her. And so a loss today with pretty, pretty dramatic for Sampdoria. Now tell me, how are Genoa getting on in the Division 2, as it were? Last time I looked, which was, I confess, about a month ago, not very well. So it wasn't looking like they were going to come straight back up. So it could be that next season both are in Serie so, B. Possibly, yeah. What about your beloved Spezia? Have you, uh... Oh, I haven't checked. Get on the interwebs, have a look, see what's going on. Spezia are playing with relegation, but doing better than Sampdoria. Spezia are 17. Ooh. Above the relegation zone. It's quite a big points differential, though, isn't it? We might have to make a return trip there this season. Yeah. So John, when are you making your return to the uh, football pitch yourself? You haven't played for a while, have you? I haven't played. It's been about uh, two months. Uh, pretty soon. I'm well, a lot of things going on, and I think that I won't be surprised if it's not until February, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But Alex, you were telling me about how you're looking forward to uh, starring in a new form of football. Well, it's, it's not a new form, it's been around for a while, John. Oh, well, it's new to you, surely. You've only been qualified for this brand of football for two seasons, yeah, one yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. And you may have noticed I've been actually sort of rehearsing for it. Yeah, yeah, I did I did notice the staticness of some of your yeah. performances. Well, every all of my performances. Yeah. You can't, you can't argue with goals, Alex, and you always score at least a hat-trick. Yeah, but I'd just like to walk about, John, really. So this running business is now becoming a little bit too challenging. So it's this walking football. Walking football, yeah. It's my future. Not the future. It's my future. So I'm gonna, my plan is to continue rehearsing it as often as possible right. with the lads we play with. Are you going to let any of the regular five-side lads know that you're you're playing walking football, or just let them work it out by themselves? I'll let them work it out. They're a bright then lot, they'll though. come round eventually. Yeah. I don't think they'll get frustrated at all. They're annoyed with something. Maybe they'll join in. Yeah. Uh, that was that was going in. That was going in. Did you admire the way the ball boy just sort of vaulted over the hoarding there? 
Well, you should it? have seen the guys to go down the gully to get the, the, the balls out. I missed that, yeah, but just, it but really that, just there, though, did it strike you the way he bolted that hoarding to get that ball? Well, you're trying to introduce a new segment, ball, ball, ball boy hoarding bolting. I'm just sort of, see, for me, you know, that level of athleticism is now beyond me. So I admire What you need is plyometrics, my friend. Stretching and plyometrics. And you'll be back to your bounding old form yourself. You'll be like Tigger, bouncing around everywhere. I'd like to. It'd be nice, it's nice to think that's possible, John. But um, anyway, look, we ought to sort of recap for our listeners. We both were in England over the uh, Christmas break, seeing family. Here we are again. How's uh, Montauk treating you since you got back? Well, it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's not raining. Well, it wasn't. It hasn't been today. And uh, what else have we been doing? I've been working. The kids are back in school. That's good. They're loving it. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I've, I've been fantastic coming back. I mean, England was really cold, wasn't it, over Christmas? Very cold, very wet where I was. But to come back to Monson, 15, 16 degrees. On one day, it was 18 degrees early afternoon. Fantastic. Uh, is this the section where, are we going to name this bit, rub it into our listeners? Is it rub the salt in the wounds? No, I mean, we have got, it's a deluge today. It's like when yeah, it rains out yeah. here, it really does rain. And yeah. it's, uh, it's just been torrential all day long, both here in Italy and back in France. I could have done that. There's another you could have done that. I could have done that too. And I actually think it's the same player. I think, it, I think you're right. Ball blasted high and wide. Um, well, one thing I did today was I went for the annual Montauk swim. Oh, of course. The New Year, um, uh, New Year swim, which is not on New Year's Day as it is in England, about where I used to live. But um, today, Sunday, the 8th of January. Uh, yeah, I had other engagements, uh, so I couldn't make that swim today. I. Uh... I had uh, something else. I can't think of anything on the spot, but I had to you, do. You had to put the kettle on, didn't you? I put the kettle on, yeah, that's it, that's right. I'm very disappointed. I may have had a sandwich as well. I'm very disappointed in both you and Young Trafford. Well, young Trafford said he went to the beach to watch you go in the water. No, but he didn't come in the water as well. No, he didn't go in the water as well. No, but, but Alex, tell our listeners. My, my young daughter. I was about to say, yeah, so. And has she warmed up yet? Has she recovered or...? I'm sure she'll be fine. I know it'll go down in her life experiences, roster and memory. And a great, fantastic, wonderful event. Cold swim in a rainy 10 degree winter's day. Yeah. Not for me. The tears of joy she had. Now, Georgia Mate and Mr 21, who missed the penalty, are both up. Shout out to Piers, the goalkeeper. Piers is uh, currently watching football in the Caribbean. Lucky you, mate. Oh, wow. What the weather that we got here. Anyway, he sent me this quote. Um, Listen more, talk less, improve yourself every day, laugh often and help others. In my opinion, 
This is the secret to happiness. Well, thank you for that, Piers. Oh, I thought Piers, the goalkeeper, said it. No? Who do you think said it? Someone connected with this game? Ah, Gianluca Viale. Very same. He was a good guy by all accounts. Gianluca, as well as Piers, the goalkeeper. Yeah, I, can, yeah, Piers the goalkeeper. I, I know Piers, the goalkeeper. I can say he's a good one. Go. Direct knowledge. Yeah, direct knowledge. Speaking of good guys, Christmas time and things like that, um, when I was home at Christmas, I took my son Ben to go and watch Liverpool versus Leicester, as we discussed. And while the game was somewhat lacklustre, it did fire up uh, love for football inside of him. He's kicking footballs all the time now. He's played football on Wednesday at the tournament. Good for him. And he's enjoying it. And Helene remembered, my wife remembered, that we had a Monopoly game, uh, the Liverpool version, from after when Liverpool won the Champions League in 2005 in Istanbul. Now, listeners, an important fact is my brother Stephen and another brother Nicholas went to that game in uh, Istanbul to see Liverpool win, courtesy of tickets sourced by a very good friend of ours called Raymond Goldsmith. And seeing the game today, as Helene pulled it out of the cupboard, I thought, you know what, I'll give a shout-out to Raymond, a very generous and much-loved man in our family. So, Raymond, if you're listening, hello and thank you again for those tickets all those years ago. He also got me tickets to go see Liverpool C play Barcelona in Barcelona, um, another memorable occasion. He's quite the man, he's good old Raymond. Does uh, Raymond only get Liverpool tickets? Or? Right, well, I, he can get QPR tickets if you're worried. <laughs> Well, they're like gold dust, you know. Yeah, they are, they are. I hope uh, Mathesco Medico Steve didn't make a turn against him. No, Steve still loves Raymond, right. so he, he, it's only you, he, you he's turned against. Now, John, I'm going to support you in one of your previous observations you made here before. I do want to know who this man is who has to go around the stadium changing all the Sampdoria stuff over to Genoa. Look at all those flags over there. They surely don't stay there for the Genoa matches. There's 100 flags on that stadium over there. I think the supporters put them up, don't they? Oh, well, I'm, sure that, I'm trying to big you up and you'll shoot me down, so OK. <laughs> That's all the O'Hare family are like, Paul. We, we turn up, back up people all the time. Don't try and big me up. I'm trying to big myself down after Christmas. So, Young Trafford, you see um, Santoria getting an equaliser in this game? I think they can, personally. It's still only 1-0. One, one moment of uh, brilliance or mistake. It'll be 1-1. One, one. Completely changes the game. Well, I hope they do. Alex. Do you know those games that we watch when it's in the sunshine? Yeah. And it's nice and warm. Yeah, yeah. And we've got sunglasses on and shorts. And shorts and t-shirts. And linen. Yeah. I, I'm gonna put this out there. I, I think I prefer those kind of those those games. You mean now that the cold begins to bite a bit? And yeah, the rain is still falling. And you've got to drive for two and a half hours back to Monson in this kind of weather. Well, maybe not if the car's not there. <laughs> True. Oh, be a blessing, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. Wouldn't have to do that drive. You're going to put us up in a five-star hotel, that'd be nice of you. 
know, I think my friend uh, Hamadonna has been to Napoli. Been to their ground. What's it called again? Is it the Diego Maradona Stadium? It is. It is the Diego Maradona Stadium. Which, you think about it, it's amazing, really, to have a uh, an Italian football stadium named after an Argentinian. Yeah. Wow. Great it's football. Slick football by Napoli. I think Hamadon is a bit worried that Napoli are coming in for um, Scamacca, the uh, Italian defender currently playing for West Ham. Interesting sort of knee thigh clearance by yeah. Dume's mate's brother. But it worked. Tommaso Aguello. It's not bad from Sampdoria, keep on frustrating them, keep it at one goal, and anything can happen. The other thing I've noticed about Sampdoria is that all the players are high-fiving each other and, you know, giving each other support. It could be a situation where it's all shouting and pointing and blaming, but, but it's not happening. They seem quite tight-knit group of players. Yeah. And they don't seem particularly bad, do they? No. Um, what are they, 17th, 18th in Syria at the moment? You'd say they're a sort of mid-table outfit, really. Yeah. I think, as you pointed out, Paul, number 17, the, if we can find out his name, the uh, centre-back for Sampdoria has kept them in the game, really. He's organised everyone, thwarted a lot of attacks. After you, sir. All right. <laughs> Mutinic. Young Trafford. How long have we got left in this game? 33 minutes have gone so far in the second half, so 12 minutes. Look at that maths whiz we've got here with us. Just checking. They are checking a penalty, sorry. They are checking a penalty. Second VAR penalty. Well, this could be the match if it goes in, I think. Yeah. We can't come back from this if it goes to 2 0. Recent Amy Martinez magic again. Those cheers, you can hear the cheers of the Napoli fans. They are not very numerous, but the nature of this stadium is that when they have way support cheer, it's still very loud. I tell you what, the away support for this game is the biggest we've ever seen for an Italian game. Yeah. And Napoli, it's not very close. That's a big journey. No. You'd say it's quite far away, in fact. You could say it's quite a distance. <laughs> Would you even say the other end of Italy? Yeah. Well, it's not really the No, other not end. quite. I mean, there are further places. All right, Alex, we're into the uh, final seconds of the game. We're in actual extra time. Comes to our fouls wrap-up. Injury time. Injury time, sorry. Not extra time, thank you. Too much too much World Cupping, you see. Yeah. Yeah, it's a penalties after this, right? Uh, let's hope not. Uh. <laughs> My bum is hurting. I don't yeah. know about you. OK, final score. Well, it's, it's going to end any second now. 2-0 yeah. to Napoli. 2-0 to Napoli. And who's our man of the match? Well, it's a shame to say, but he's on the Napoli side because I was rooting for Sampdoria in this one. But Ozzyman up front has been a handful all night long. He has, he has. And also, uh, 
number nine there, our catcher's name later on. I'll just agree with you. Awesome, man. Ultra rating for the fans. It's been a cracking atmosphere, hasn't it? Brilliant, absolutely amazing. And Napoli brought a huge contingent of fans up here from uh, quite a long way away, isn't Yeah, it? you could say quite a distance. And um, all right, so the locality rating. Well, I think we can only answer that if your car is still where you parked it. Yeah, then it'll be it'll be great. And it's the grassy area of Genoa. We love it. We love coming here. Fantastic ground, but your car might be gone. And there's no real parking around, so bit of a worry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the socials. Uh, remember. And over to uh, Young Traffic. Yeah. Where where can people find this Young Traffic? You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and TikTok. So you search footy on the meds, you'll find all the stuff that we put out there. Quizzes, updates, where we go next, you'll find it all at footy on the meds. And Young Trafford, let me just ask you quickly, Young Trafford, would you come here again, study at Luigi Ferraris? Oh, in a heartbeat. Amazing atmosphere, amazing architecture. Loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Shame about the result. I think that's the thing tonight. Shame about John's car. Yeah, it will be, yeah, but um, looking forward to that hotel room. Yeah, show me what that bill you're going to get, Alex. I'm all, all heart when it comes to you two guys. Oh, thanks, man. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time on Put You the Med. A bientôt. Arrivederci. And remember, you can keep up to date with all the latest at Put You on the Med on our socials. We're on Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest. Search Put You on the Med, and don't forget to like, share, and follow. And drop us a line at team at footyonthemed.com. Well, that wraps up another episode of Footy on the Med. Another great outing here on the Mediterranean. And we'll be back soon. Arrivederci. Adianto. Adianto.